Come on. Are you ready? Welcome. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Hey, dude, if you want to move in, like, that's way more fun than my mother-in-law. Like, at least we can smoke cigars and, you know, talk about stuff. You're not bringing a rotten little dog with you, are but you? The, uh, I am. Ew. <laughs> I've never heard like, called oh, a rotten God. dog before, but okay. <laughs> that's, that's really hurtful, actually. <laughs> he called it a rotten dog. dog. Hey, girl, so, you want to see my rotten dog? I am. Too far, Dave, too far. Okay, sorry. Dave and Mahoney. Speaking of Valentine's Day, what happened to your throat, man? I don't know. I maybe slept on it. Is that what it is? Okay. I, you slept uh, on your throat, funny. <laughs> yeah, just throw like right on a right on a judo chop hand. He always does lead with throat. Uh huh. And Mahoney. Yo, Audrey. I'd like to Hello. be your third husband. What are the next steps? You wouldn't want that. I do really feel like. Uh, I'm pretty horrible. Well, <laughs> oh, I am currently married, but, and he's hanging on by a thread, man. All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us on this Friday. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Some bad news, yeah. PETA is now big mad, because they're always mad. Like, has, has PETA ever been in a good mood? No. Has PETA ever been like, everything is fine? Everyone's doing great. No, they're always complaining about something, and it always seems like the dumbest stuff. They have expressed their concerns because, gasp, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey went to a zoo in Australia. Can we just stop talking about PETA, Dave, just because they are a bunch of attention-seeking whores? They really are. They man. really are. Like, you know if, what? If I, was, if I was a single man and I went out on a date with some girl and everything else was perfect, but then she dropped and I volunteer my time working for PETA. And don't get me wrong. That's I'm all di- about the ethical treatment of animals. As we all are. But your organization is trash. Garbage. You are a trash organization. Also, zoos serve a solid conservation, uh, a solid part of conservation in keeping certain animals yep. around also. Yeah, treat animals right. But you, get the hell out of here, bitch. Some good news today as well. Good work by the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol. They uh, reported the seizure of six tons of meth. That's a a lot of meth. Jesus. That's 13,101 pounds of meth or 78 walruses. That's a lot of cooking. Since I know that you like to, uh, everything needs to be in walrus form for you. It does. Walrus or, I don't know, bananas. Bananas. Like, how many bananas would that (laughs) be? A lot. A lot. A lot of bananas. (laughs) Like, I mean, I really can only equate tons to bananas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Like, what do you mean, Audrey? You can't like, you can't even imagine. How many semi trucks, though? So that's 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 the other part. Is I mean, they said there's like 117 million dollars worth of meth, yeah. And you're talking about 13,000 pounds that they found. I mean, good job by by customs, you know, stopping all of this meth from coming into the country. But like, also, you probably should have caught that one. Like that's. I mean, that's, not that's like a you, lot. You had yeah. a little bit of meth and they like, you know, hollowed out this part of the trunk in order to hide 13, it. 13,000 like, pounds or 78 walruses it, is a lot. It would have been more. Uh, I actually made up the 78 oh. walruses. I don't even. <laughs> I don't know if that's accurate. I mean, a walrus weighs probably. 96 refrigerators. What? 800 pounds? I'll say 500 pounds. 500 pounds? Sure. Okay. All right. I'm not going to do the math on that. Anytime we do math live on the air, it ends up being it wrong. It doesn't go well for uh, us. But, but yeah, they, uh, they, they emphasize the impact of drug trafficking on communities. Obviously, it has a huge effect, and this is a ton, well, six tons of meth that was trying to come into the country through Eagle Pass, Texas, and they busted them. So, well done. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. So Mahoney is on this new health and wellness journey where he is finally doing a diet. It's the first time that you've done a diet that I can recall in, boy, it's been a few years, hasn't it? It's been about 
five years since I've actually dieted on an active basis, Dave. Because you used to have this thing where you would have skinny ears, and then you'd have fat yeah. ears, and then you And there were of, some things that, uh, you know... Uh, COVID? Helped. Yeah, COVID <laughs> helped me lose quite a bit of weight. Yeah. Uh, you, know. you, you did do a couple of like crash diets back in the day, but then you, after post COVID, I'd say that you kind of walked you, a lot yeah. and did all that and got back into shape a yeah. little bit. And, you know, now we've gotten out of shape and now we're going to try to get back into shape again. Well, you picked the right time to go on a diet because KFC, known for its creative menu items, is bringing back the Chizza to its U.S. locations starting. Uh, at the end of this month, the Chizza, which gained popularities in the Philippines, South Korea, Thailand, Germany, and Spain, uh, replaces the traditional pizza crust with two pieces of fried chicken. Toppings include marinara sauce, melted mozzarella cheese, and pepperoni. So it's basically like if, uh, you know, a chicken and a pizza had sex, which is why it's called a Chizza, uh, that, that, that's something that KFC is, uh, is debuting in the U.S. at a number of its locations. I am uh, not interested in this. Not interested, huh? I am not. I mean, it, it. 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 I think they did initially do it basically to get some attention on social media because it's such a ridiculous thing. Like, what do you mean you're gonna mate chicken and pizza together? Yeah. But I don't uh, like chicken on pizza. I, I guess I got some pretty good reviews too. You don't, you don't like chicken on pizza? I don't. Are no. you a pineapple on pizza guy? I do like pineapple on, you but would. that's ham. Give me ham. Give yeah. me pork. Like pepperoni and pork. Pork and. Pork and pizza, yes, all day long. You know, I thought even beef on pizza, I'm not a huge, huge fan. I thought that this might be up your alley because you are such a big fan of both of those things and fried chicken. They can be separate. They can be separate. Separate but equal, Mahoney. No, I just want separate. Like, let's have a weird threesome, but you don't. I don't want you together. Just not at the same time. Yeah. Uh, the Chizza is designed, again, to attract social media and for adventurous eaters is what they say, but it is, uh, it's 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 coming, whether you like it or not. The Chizza is on the way. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Mr. Mahoney, why don't you just get a U-Haul, nineteen ninety-five a day, plus mileage, drive it yourself. Deleted. Yeah, so, that's just not Mahoney, man. <laughs> okay, let's spend nineteen ninety-nine a day, first off, which U-Haul is way more expensive than that, because I have rented a U-Haul before. Uh-huh. But you know what? You know what the medical bills would be for, like, rupturing a disc or anything like that? If you have the means and you are... Over the age of, I stopped moving myself at the age of 30 because I knew that I wanted my back not to hurt forever. And also, I'm not a professional mover. So, like, why would I take hours and hours and hours more than it would take a professional crew? No, I mean, I, th- like, I will say, like, would for tend me. to agree with you. I mean, you are not the sort of guy that is ever going to move yourself. I appreciate that I you moved don't, so many people. I, you don't ask me to help you move. I, I like, would never I like ask that about any, you. I would, I would never ask anybody but to help me move. But you went through the process of hiring a professional moving company. Most people agreed that you probably overpaid for it, and it's still not done. I didn't overpay for it. You don't think so? No, it ended up being $1,000. Oh, it did? Yeah. Okay. They so, just overquoted me. Got it. Which okay. I prefer an overquote quote as opposed to an underquote. Yeah. But they're still not done, so... No, they are done, but it's like, I... It's my fault because I did not tell them, and I'll tell you more about this later. I was moving stuff yesterday, and... But it was little things. Mm Mm-hmm. And I should have had to move the little things as well. 
That's just a that's a life lesson that I need to uh, that I've learned. You're like I, I can I can handle all the little stuff. Yeah, I'll the, handle the little things. A, a lot of little stuff is not that easy to move. Well, then you realize out, yeah. that you got a lot of little stuff. Yeah, yeah. So uh, again, I, I appreciate everybody who's uh, apparently got the backs of uh, Atlas. You know, you're holding the world on your back and you're able to carry all of these things. But you know what? I like my knees. I like my joints. I like my back not being ruptured. And also, like, you just don't like moving that much. I've moved enough people. I moved one of our friends 10 times. Mm. 10 times. Yeah. And after that, the 10th time, that was it. I think I was with you on that Two time of those where times. we decided not to ever move friends again because that particular friend. We moved his girlfriend. His, his girlfriend. She had a credenza. Do you know what a credenza is, Audrey? Yeah, I do. But also, why are you moving someone's <laughs> and a, girlfriend? And a wardrobe. Well, she was a friend, too. She yeah. was our friend, too. Yeah, oh, she, okay. she was very nice. I mean, but, but okay. And we were, it was like the third story of this apartment building, and a credenza is just basically a giant piece of wood, and it was so heavy and so hard to maneuver down these stairs. And we were all in shape. We were young and in shape, and still we were like, nah, this ain't for us, man. And then a treadmill. <laughs> oh, God, that treadmill. And then her weird-ass roommate's sex wedge. It was a sex wedge. And we were like, it bro, that's a, going straight in the dumpster. It was a used sex wedge. <laughs> and she was the dumpster. <laughs> Hey, uh, you guys, you guys were talking about uh, crawls. Did you know Liam Neeson was in that movie? Message deleted. I mentioned it when we were talking about sci-fi and adventure movies of the 80s. Crawl, one of my favorites. And yes, a young Liam Neeson. He does look like Qui-Gon Jinn in that. You know, oh, he had, does? Got that ponytail? He's, he's got that. He's got, got the party pony he, He's got that look. Liam Neeson was a fun young man. Uh, another one, if you 40, never... 41 years ago is when that movie came out. I love Crawl. Wow. There's another movie, though, another sci-fi adventure movie from the 80s, if you've never watched and want to, you know, uh, you know, just take a trip back in time. There's a movie that I loved called The Beastmaster. Mm. And okay. what a, he, can, he, he could talk to animals. He had a hawk. Is it Liam also in this? Uh, it's not just another, like, shirtless, buffed-up old man. Oh, okay. But he's got, like, a hawk. He's, I think he had a tiger, and then his, like... He had a ferret. He had, like, an attack ferret. He had an attack ferret? He had an attack ferret. What was it, Crow like, on a leash? was universally disliked. 35% from the critics, 52% from the audience. They rotten, don't know. They don't rotten know what, from both. They don't know what's... <laughs> they don't know good cinema, Dave. We're talking about a 40-year-old bad movie. Why? Stop. Please leave a message after the tone. I got a question for Audrey. How can you start a relationship when you can't even make have a conversation to begin with? I don't want to talk to an AI girlfriend, but if an AI girlfriend is going to talk to me, then what else are my options when nobody else will talk? Message deleted. So he, he's basically saying that, you, you know how like when you were a kid, you'd practice kissing like on a mirror or your hand or whatever. He's basically saying if he doesn't know how to start a relationship, then maybe the AI girlfriend is a good way to start as kind of practice like how to have those conversations and everything else. It's not. People don't react the so, same way AI reacts. absolutely agree with that. And I'm going to uh, triple down on that. Like, I, I think that that is part of an insecurity that is sweeping the nation and yep. the lack of communication skills. Your thought process on that, it's practice, man. No one in this entire world gets good at anything by not doing it repetitively. Yep. You got to strike got out. to strike out fail. and you've got to be okay yeah. with rejection in all forms. If you go out and you talk to someone, also that doesn't mean you're bad or they're bad if they just don't want to talk to you back or whatever it is, you know? Like, you just got to try. And if you're ugly, 
get in shape or get rich or yeah. get funny. <laughs> that goes yeah. for girls, or too. Or get tall. For sure. <laughs> that goes for, sure for, that goes like for, for women. Like, for real, those are the things. Or get tall. Is that what you dropped? Yeah. That's what, uh, <laughs> you, just, you just list all of your own characteristics? I did. Okay. Well, I'm not in shape. <laughs> this is the David Mahoney Show. Mahoney, you've said before that you don't like the idea of doing psychedelics because you don't trust what you'll say while nope. you're on the psychedelics. You don't want to unbox some things. I don't want to do psychedelics, and the same reason why I don't want people around me when I'm coming off of uh, being sedated. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're probably not alone in that stance, but there is a lot of people that are big fans of Magic Mushrooms and beyond. Sure. And there are Magic Mushroom retreats. Have you heard about these? I have. You know, again, uh, these uh, where you, you go and you you, you you find yourself or you just uh, you get to expand your mind. So Some I people feel may like, say. you know, we hear a lot about these from the likes of the Jake Pauls of the world, Aaron Rodgers. You know, they go on these Retreats and they do ayahuasca or those whatever. Those are the maybe. two choices you chose. Well, those to, are the ones that, that talk about. I mean, it those are big popular people, but they're both dummies, though. <laughs> like, oh, no, for sure. But I mean, it's it's interesting though because they talk about it and it's always a glowing review. But then you think about you know how rich those guys are, and of course everything is taken care of and sure. perfectly tailored to the experience. I imagine that if I went on one, I'd just end up wandering around in the desert on it, peyote. You, you know? lose like half a foot to a coyote that's Something like, like that. eating your foot. You know. Yeah. Uh, but I guess the the magic mushroom retreats are booming right now. Like they're actually becoming really big business. So there's still a federal ban on the magic mushrooms, but there's a lot of states that have decriminalized or at least are talking about it. And not just states here in the U.S., but also other countries. You can travel to places like Peru and Brazil, which seems dangerous. You know, a little bit, like, yeah. I'm gonna go to Brazil, which is already a fairly dangerous place. Uh-huh. And, trip my balls off with a bunch of strangers. I don't know. Again, uh, maybe may a bit risky, but if you're into that sort of thing, I guess it's become really big business. Audrey, what is your stance on magic mushrooms and going on a potential retreat to do that? I don't know if I would do a retreat because that sounds like a bunch of people that I don't know while I'm tripping. Yep. Um, I'm not anti-mushrooms because I know that they've been used in a very positive way for a lot of people. Um, treat so PTSD and the, I, and the like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the one time I did it, I was so happy. I thought uh, I got depressed because I would never be that happy again. <laughs> but you were you were so happy that it made you sad? Yeah. That's on brand for you. Literally. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I'm so happy. And then I was like crying. I was like, wait, why am I crying? And then I had that inner shroom thought of, oh my God, this is the happiest I'll ever be. <laughs> <laughs> so the popularity she was never that happy again. She yeah, was right. She, you were started right. vibrating yeah. and I started seeing like <laughs> Start, music and colors. Was very started weird. seeing music and colors. Wow. Yeah. You actually just sold me on it. I wasn't a fan of it until you described it that way. Now I'm totally down for it. Yeah. Uh, the popularity of the retreats <laughs> has led to a growing market, which estimates uh, predicted value of $1.2 billion by 2027. So there's certainly a lot of people that, that must be interested in this. If this is now a billion dollar market to go trip balls in the woods with a bunch of strangers. Well, I'm here for it, man. You know? I'm not for me personally, but for you. Yeah. You do you. Yeah. You yeah. enjoy it. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. Man, I hate to hear this for Wendy Williams. She's had a number of health issues over the years. In fact, they've gotten significant enough where she's had to stop doing her show, and it just seems like one thing after another. Uh, but now we're starting to hear more about it. I guess she has been diagnosed with primary progressive aphasia and a, a form of dementia as well, according to her care team. So the diagnosis was made last year, and her team revealed the information, basically to raise awareness about aphasia. But didn't you say, Mahoney, that this is 
essentially the same thing that Bruce Willis is dealing with? Yeah, bro, Bruce Willis was diagnosed with aphasia, and you know, because obviously dementia uh, occurs, and it can occur at any age, but traditionally older in life. And Wendy Williams is not that old. I think she's in her fifties right now, and uh, but aphasia is the more severe form of that. And so when you started hearing these. Uh, you know, reports that she had been taken advantage of or that she was broke because, you know, somebody apparently was conning her and using her because of her, you know, dementia and her aphasia. You know, it's like because she was was a very successful radio host, very successful television host, and they just hate to see this happen to anybody, man. Like, this is one of those ones where you just, because you just lose who you are and who you were with these diagnoses. Devastating. It sucks. It's been going on for a few years. I mean, you know, all the way back to October of 2021, um, that led to her absence from the TV show then, and that, obviously... What, what caused her faint? That, I, don't I don't know if that's so, what caused her to faint or not, but I mean, that, that seemed like a kind of the start of, of when we all started to become aware that there was something strange going something on. Something happening or, with Wendy. Yeah, and so I uh, just hope the best for her. You know, it just sucks to be going through that. Uh, the Boys, I know that you're a fan of that show, that show. Season 4 now has a premiere date, and it's June 13th. Okay. So it's coming back. Uh, Prime Video also renewed the spinoff, Gen V, for a second season. Uh, but the season finale is set to premiere on July 18th. The Boys, um, you know, is a show that's gotten a, a good amount of attention. If you're kind of into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's but the you want anti. more of a- It's the anti of all of that, yeah. you know? It's got a snark. It's got mm-hmm. a, you know, a little bit of Handmaid's Tale, like just this, like bleak dystopian future and if you have a uh you know if if you're looking for a show and you don't mind a little bit of violence there is a little bit of gratuitous violence and so a little bit of gore but not too much i recommend the boys it's it's one of the best shows on amazon the fact that it's coming back i haven't watched gin uh gin v yet yeah. i will give that a a watch right before the new season of The Boys comes out, but uh, even some of the spinoff cartoons and stuff, it is a universe that is phenomenal and is really re- well written, so cannot recommend it enough. Now, Mahoney, I know that you're a fan of True Detective. Did you like this last season, and have you finished it yet? I'm on the, I'm, I'm, we're going to watch the season finale tomorrow. Okay. My wife and I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but I did not like the first episode at all, and then I kind of begrudgingly dealt with it i'm hoping that it uh, ends in a good way so i, did, I didn't feels... like basically the entire season and i will say like the season finale kind of did bring it all together yeah. for me but i don't like shows like that where you know you I have, have to, to struggle six, through yeah like you're you're basically like hate watching it you know yeah. because you just want to get to the end but i guess enough people liked it that they have renewed it now for another season so but are we talking the night Night. Uh, so I, I don't know if it's going to be like the the night country. I hope not because I mean that's one of the things that we you know I, I really like the Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey season season number one. I like the Stephen Dorff and uh, Mahershala Ali season season number three. This yep. season I like Jodie Foster. I like her co star, but I just it's it's harder to watch. Paranormal for me is tough. It, or it, like Alien Invasion is tough. It's paranormal and then it's also set in the dead of winter in Alaska which kind of feels like an outer space movie to me, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and I just don't really like that type of programming well, personally. I don't, I don't know if this is it because like I have no problem with outer space shows or like I love Star Wars, yeah. but it's because it's like 
in Alaska, Jodie Foster detest- detective, and now there's aliens. Yeah. It feels too random. It's like they were going through the uh, writing room production hat and it was, like started picking out stuff. It was like, oh, yeah, let's go to Alaska. Oh, yeah, let's bring Jodie Foster. And she's going to be a detective and aliens. I guess the, uh, the, the creator of season four, Issa Lopez, uh, has got enough steam behind them right now that HBO actually did an overall deal hmm. with Lopez to create more programming for Max. And so it's not just specifically going to be a fifth season of this. That's right. on the way. Again, I don't know the details of that, but they, they did greenlight a fifth season and there is an overall deal with Lopez to create more content for HBO. So uh, I guess in their eyes, at least, it's been a hit and, you know, right. uh, whatever. Like I said, the season finale for me, pretty good. Kind of brought okay. it all together. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So, Mahoney, you got berated a fair amount and really over the last couple of days because you were talking about this move that you had coming up and how you had hired some movers to do it and people thought you were being a little extra paying so much because you don't have that much stuff and it was a short move and you know, it was just for temporary reasons and so you paying out of pocket to have this move take place. People are saying you can just do it yourself. Other people are offering to do it for you. But ultimately, you're like, I don't want to try to move myself or ask people for the favor because that's just not you. Uh, Certainly. I'm not asking any of my friends because my only friend here are you and Chris. And uh, I'm not going to have you guys over for some pizza and beer. We're We're not young anymore. We're too old. At the age of 30 and beyond, we decided that we are not going to ask our guy friends to help us move anymore. Chris, had Mahoney asked you for some help, what would you have said? I would I would have helped. Begrudgingly? Yeah. yeah. I would have helped too. I, I'm, I'm, I'm that kind of guy where I would like, because I will never ask for help. I'll just pay for it myself. You right. know? Oh, I'm I'll never ask for a ride to the airport, but same. if someone asked yeah. me. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, same. Because <laughs> you would know if I asked you there was so something annoying. wrong. But yeah, I would go why into we debt. Like, that? like I would legit like go into like, like high interest credit card debt before I move or ask somebody else. I would else. have helped you, no questions asked. I, so, I literally would have. You're a good friend. But also, like, I would have I would have taken it and uh, used it as a a workout tool. <laughs> <laughs> like, set a workout for I sure. Absolutely. absolutely yeah. Squatting like, with the boxes. <laughs> for real. For real. I'm like, wow, that's the first workout I've done in two months. That felt pretty good. <laughs> so, Mahoney, I, I, uh, I hit my calorie goal yesterday on I my Apple Watch. I don't doubt it, man. I don't doubt it. If you noticed. So, if you noticed. Even though <laughs> Mahoney hired the workers or the movers to, to come in and help him do the move so he didn't have to do the work himself, you still suffered a grave injury. Well, I did, Dave, and this, you know, they, they sent a team, and it was four guys. Four guys. Four guys, wow. and they were, I mean, they got stuff moving real quick. Like, the big items and stuff, everything everything was done, like, start to finish in under three hours. Isn't it amazing, like, when there's a move that's taking place, if you're doing it yourself, it moves so slow, but when a team of professional movers come in, they can empty out your house in what seems like 20 minutes. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Well, because that's their job. Yeah. But the problem is I decided that I was going to do, like, the small items, like the dishes, the cupboards, the silverware. That's There's so many the things you don't think of, like the bathroom stuff. stuff. Though. That's yeah. the worst oh, stuff. I wasn't even thinking about it. I was just like, I'll just I'll like, take care of it. How do I have this much deodorant? But <laughs> So I'm trying to stay out of the way of these guys because they, you know, I've only got really one place to sit in my house, uh-huh. and that's the couch, and that was the first thing to go. Aww. And so while they're, like, rushing in and out, they have my big desk. I have a big, like, desk where I do all my work at. I do my gaming. It's 
I mean, it's uh, abnormally large. We're talking. Just to, be, it's, just to be clear, there's far more gaming than work that happens at that desk. <laughs> Untrue. <laughs> For work purposes, tax purposes. <laughs> That is a work. That is a workspace, sir. <laughs> and the fact that I'm talking about gaming right now means that is work. Uh, so they have my like my desk is nine feet wide, and they have wow. it like broken down into sections. But there's a lot of stuff, a lot of moving parts, and I like end up hitting the inner part of my thigh on the corner of one of the desk parts. Oh, that like has, while it's taken apart. And, and it so has it's got... the exposed, like, plate where you, like, screw it in. Ah. And so I sent the team a uh, a picture of my inner thigh yesterday. So you yeah, uh, must have instantly bruised because that was a deep bruise. It is deep. And it's it purple. Is purple. It's grim as purple. It is. It is Barney. grim as purple. But, like, already <laughs> greening on the outside, by the way. Yeah. I noticed that. I was like, it's very reminiscent of watermelon. Well, that was, I took that, you know, it hit at about 11 a.m., and that picture was taken at, what, 8 p.m., 7 p.m.? Yeah. So that was, like, eight hours. Do you fancy yourself to bruise easy? I as I've getting older, I've noticed that I bruise way easier now. That's a pretty intense so bruise. That part of the move went pretty easy, I would say. But the worst part came is when I'm moving everything into the new house, everybody's already gone. I had all of these important documents for like the house that I'm building that I specifically took off of my like filing cabinet. Yeah. Because it's like probably three inches thick. Yeah. But they're not stapled together, and oh, I set yes. it on top of my car. No, in Whoa. the new neighborhood. No, Mahoney. And as I, you know, I, I, I had to go back and forth, and I'm going back to the house to get some more stuff. Oh, you! And this is just comical. I'm driving on, down my new street. <laughs> I see the papers, and I'm like, "What is that?" Oh. And then it dawns on me. And there's oh probably a hundred sheets of paper. Are these the sort of papers that have like your personal like financial information? Yes. Oh my god! So, so you've got to go walk around and have all my name, all this like important with like, a hurt leg too at the moment, right? So you're I mean, hobbling I'm around picking up hundreds of papers in other people's yards. Oh, and it's you know you luckily it wasn't super windy, <laughs> but a car drives by, and dri- she drives straight. She sees me picking these up and drives and straight. I don't through. expect her to like. Not to stop or whatever, but she just drives straight through them. Like, gave oh. no damage. So, so, your new, so your paperwork has tire tracks on it. <laughs> and, so it has, and I will tell you, trying to pick up paper, like flat paper. But as this woman drives by, more papers fly up. It's got tire tracks on it. And I and I'm like, I, I say some not so nice words well, at this moment. Yeah. I mean, like literally out loud. And then at this moment, a sweet old man. Who was apparently gardening? He was like bent over, like doing yeah. something. Not you watch your mouth, please. <laughs> and, and I'm just like, oh my god, this. I mean, this is like three houses up from my, my new rental. This is the first impression, and this is the first yeah. impression. Uh-huh. And I, and again, <laughs> not nice words that I said. Uh, and uh, I just like, I'm like, oh god, I just got to sheepishly pick up the rest. Yeah. Of did you these introduce papers. yourself? Oh, I did not. But after I, when I finished. <laughs> He was like, really appreciate you picking up those papers. Well, because I need it to, man. It's got my social on it. (laughs) This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Greg joining us this morning. Greg, you're live. What's up, brother? All I could think of was a real live version of Frogger. (laughs) (laughs) 
Man, what a game. Dude, and splatted. Greg, I love the facts so much that that lady just went barreling through those papers. I mean, the only thing that would be more comical is if it was raining and it was a huge puddle. She was texting while driving. She wasn't yeah. paying attention to Mahoney and his paperwork. She was oh, no, she made eye contact. She did? Direct eye the contact. Only, boss move, man. She literally looked up from her phone to look at you in your eyes. And she, she actually wasn't even going towards the paperwork at the beginning. She Swerved. steered towards it. Yep. She just drove through it. Papers went everywhere. Mahoney's screaming at her, and she goes, oh, that was weird. <laughs> just continued on her day. Hey, Greg, thanks for the call, man. So, um... Audrey, you've been kind of going through it as well. I don't know why there's been so much drama around the show recently, but you've had this ringworm with your cats, and you've been trying to find a solution. And, you know, yesterday uh, you were pretty emotional about it. I mean, for very good reason. This is this is taxing on you. It is taxing. And I, I feel so bad for you as a friend. I just want this to be gone. I can't imagine what Me it's too. like, you know, after months of this going on now where you're just doing everything in your power to get through this. But you have a solution. I think. And... I don't know if it's a great solution, but lay it on us. What I don't do you, know. What are you thinking? So I called my vet again yesterday um, because, actually, hilarious. She said, how are you doing? And I said, honestly, on suicide watch. <laughs> and I don't know if she was ready to take that joke or not, but I said it. And it's because, straight up, um, now we're venturing into a new path of infection with Howard. He's just losing all of his hair on the back of his head. And it's a bacteria infection, so I have to go take him in today to get a shot. And she said, Audrey, you have got to you know, figure out some way to cage them. So I bought a three-story cage. I bought a three-story cage for these cats. Your cats have more square feet per per, per capita than you do. So that's the tea, sure is do. that, because um, I was secluding myself to my bedroom for 12 weeks and giving them kind of more of like the rule of the roost, which, you know, is not the best way of going about doing it, but the majority of that area that they were in is where there's no carpet. And I thought it would be easier to clean hardwood than it would be carpet because that's just facts. So I got them a three-story um, <laughs> cage. And the only place that's going to have to be is kind of in the middle of my current living situation. So that is, that is the centerpiece of It's the centerpiece of, of the apartment. Now. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm not familiar uh, with how much a three-story cage costs. Oh, not that much. I mean, because so I got it, it off of Amazon. It was okay. like 100 bucks. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, like, but, usually this is like for ferrets. But still, you know? <laughs> between that and the... Oh, we did. You know what? As you know somebody what who had about. ferrets as a kid, we had one of those. Yeah. You know, it's got like... And I say three-story because it's got like... It's got enough room for them to move move around because there will be two cats in this thing. Usually you would see these probably at like pet stores. They're large for multiple cats to kind of coexist yeah. within this towered system. Um, How but, does yeah. your husband feel about the new large three-story cage that's going to be in the middle of the apartment? I think he's going to be happier that we're not having to confine ourselves to one single space. Like, because Got to you know, find a solution Got to find a solution to be able to not feel like I'm a prisoner in my own home. It, it, it's it's got to actually feel like that. Yeah. Like you're actually like locking yourself in your room every time you go home. That's tough. It's pretty tough. I mean, to be quite honest and vulnerable in this moment, I'm slightly depressed over it because it's a lot. Like, I it's imagine. like I'm trying to take care of two kittens that I thought I was doing a good thing and they end up being costing a lot of money, you know, and I'm going to continue to take care of them. Like, I have the means to do it. I'm not going to put them back into the system just because 
of an unfortunate circumstance. What's kind of breaking my heart is that they're kittens, they're babies, and now I'm having to lock them up in a cage like they were going to be in like a foster, like adoptions shelter sort of situation. They're criminals. But, but they are. Consider- so this is their jail time. No, yeah, they have to serve their sentence. I mean, but really, honestly, think of it more as like th- this is going to help heal them the fastest. It is. And you know, so we had a this caller the other death, day. Cats. This, yeah, <laughs> like, this is fine. You're going to make it through the next couple of weeks. Yeah, well, it's got, dude, no, it's got to. It's not like another couple of weeks. I looked it up and I had a conversation again with my vet. She was like, this is a three-month minimum situation. Oh, my God. So I'm looking at like possibly- I will never own a cat. Five months. For this reason. Because what in uh, Audrey, five can, months? How can I or, help you? How, <sighs> what can I do as your friend to be here for you in any way? Do they way? have like night nurses for cats or yeah. something? Can we hire help for uh, you? Oh my god! So here, I'll show you another picture, and uh, I don't know if I should post it on at David Mahoney on uh, our Instagram, Cat-tier-ge. but this is this is what it looks like over a twenty-four oh, hour period man. of what I showed you guys yesterday. Which now there's more hair loss. So I'm like, oh my god! And he's so lovable, and so is Poppy. Like. It just makes me, my heart break You for are so them. much better than I am. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I just, this is so much did, work. It's just so funny because it's not what I signed up for, but here I am, you know, playing veterinarian caretaker for almost, the enti- our, almost our entire first year of us coexisting, me, my husband, and these kittens, is going to be me taking care of them and then being locked up. Do you see this, Mahoney? This is, this is almost like being at the zoo for you and I. Like, we're sitting here observing what a good person would actually do in a situation like this. Yeah. I would have dropped, yeah. Dude, I feel like somebody's banging on my cage. Like, I feel like I am the person who is behind the glass and somebody is, like, poking at my my glass container. be, I mean, I know he's a, a, he likes it clean. He's more of a clean guy. But, like, this should be, it should show the content of your character. Like, yeah. you're, like, in sickness and in health. Because most people are like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like house sick. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. How do you really feel? Tell, Tell us. By calling the Dave and Mahoney Show voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a so I have a cat that I got off the street, and then I have a cat I adopted. The cat I got off the street has broken its femur, has gotten ringworm, has worms, and has fleas. The other cat I paid $100 for has had no problems whatsoever. Message deleted. Honey. So you're not the only one. It's usually the other way around. It's like the cats that are like cost something mm-hmm. are the ones that are more prim and proper but like you get you find you find a stray i like this feral ass cat just out here like snapping its own femur oops <laughs> yeah, you would not be a very good street cat for real the worst please leave a message after the tone dave and mahoney and the girl and to the side I, I was listening to your conversation about great guitarists while well, you djs are not very schooled in great guitarists don't and even give this guy past, another second. Like, don't even give him another second. Like, what are you Get out of about? here. Like, Shut first up. of all, don't disrespect me. Shut My up. name is Audrey. And third, like, you guys don't know what you're talking about. Shut up. Next. <laughs> right. You just got told, bitch. <laughs> that's a woman who has no time for your beat. That's, a woman, that's a woman who's me. dealing with a bunch of cats, too. <laughs> Dude, yeah. <laughs> Wait till she raises these cats. She will, she will send them at you. Claw out those eyes. I imperil myself right you now. You chose the here. wrong day, bitch. <laughs> Cat assassins. Assassins. Huh? Assassins. Oh my god. I feel like uh, tattoos. 
They should mean something. I have one on, uh, on my left, on top of my forearm, the Intimidator, and, uh, and on my penis, I've uh, tattooed WA. And when it gets it says walking to Pennsylvania. Message deleted. <laughs> Okay. You know what? If you only are working with so much, you might as well make a joke out of it, right? Facts. You're like, watch this. Hang on. I got Welcome to Pennsylvania. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. The strangest, strangest dumbest, dumbest, and funniest audio from the depths of the World Wide Web. This, 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 this is the Internet is Undefeated on Dave and Mahoney. The internet can be a really dark place, you know. There's a lot of people that go crazy because of all the rabbit holes they go down online. It can also be a delightful, fun, campy place. And Audrey, you've done a great job, and we talk about this a fair amount, that, you know, you've done a really good job with your algorithm, it seems, and your phone tends to cheer you up as opposed to make you feel all gloomy and despair. Gotta get the hee-hees and the ha-has somewhere, you know? That's right. I'm certainly not getting it from this show. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a viral video um, that's uh, this past week got a lot of steam. There's a, a kid who is a, a young upcoming musician, if you will. Mm-hmm. He's just three years old, and he's gaining attention because he wrote a song, catchy title here, called Yum, 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 I Love a Tasty Dinner. Would you like to hear it? Yes. Okay. Who are your three favorite artists? Billy Pooley, Guacamole, Tom Petty, and the Beatles. Are you a musician? No. What are you? A kid. Oh, can you tell me, what are the names of the two songs that you've written? Yum, 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 I love a tasty dinner, and how about crushing the road? Would you be able to sing yum, 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 tasty dinner for me? Well, it just goes, yum, 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 I love a tasty dinner, yuck, 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 this dinner tastes bad. Yum, 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 I love a tasty dinner, yuck, 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 this dinner tastes bad. What was going through your head when you wrote those lyrics? We were writing it right before we had dinner. I would love to hear the second song, Hot Wheels Crushing the Road. Please, take it away when you're ready. Well, I forgot all the words. I'll make up another Hot Wheels song. Hot Wheels Crushing the Road with lights on the wheels and and very fast with super speed. It's over. I don't know. It's done. That's it. <laughs> I mean, that so kid has cute. a bright future in front of him. That was so cute. Also, uh, all, could be a food critic, possibly. Yeah. Going to be a, 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 a very harsh reviewer on Yelp someday. Yuck, yuck, yuck. <laughs> we hate a nasty dinner. So this next uh, clip that we have is going to take us back a little portal of time here to the 1980s, where Dan Rather, America's newsman, was exploring... New slang words at the time. And he was talking about how teenage girls are now starting to speak with the valley girl accent. (sighs) Had my mother in a chokehold, y'all. I feel like sometimes I still have a little bit of that trickle effect um, from my mom. Did your parents, did your mothers talk like that? I mean, my mom's from California. Yeah. But did not have that vocal fry, you know. But she was more... You know, like, grew up in the seventies. No gag me with a spoon. No, no bitchin'. Not not. My mom's not really a big slang person. So funny that you said gag me with a spoon. But uh, yeah, this this the uh, audio clip very eighties. And so our language changes, becomes richer, becomes poorer. And now, as Terry Drinkwater reports, there is a new outbreak of Americanisms, and it may be spreading. First, understand like there's this valley, the San Fernando Valley, the biggest bedroom suburb of Los Angeles. In the valley, of course, there are girls, and like all teenage girls they talk but as scholars of the language note in a most peculiar way like tubular well it's like a totally great day it's like totally awesome gag me with a spoon 
Behind the Valley Girls is 14-year-old Moon Zappa, the daughter of rock and roll humorist Frank Zappa. Together, they put the talk on a hit record. Oh my God, your toenails are like so grody. It was like really embarrassing. Get your chin way out there and pronounce everything so that it sounds as if you've got marbles in your mouth, okay? It's grody to the max. That means it's disgusting. It's totally grody. It's like if you have to work or like do housework and clean your room. It's like stuff like that. It's like gag me with a spoon. It's totally, yeah. Gross. Harry Drinkwater, CBS News sure. in the back. <laughs> totally. I feel like that's an exaggerated version of it, right? I mean, my I also still say like... All of the time. I grew up saying Grody, whatever. Like the share is share from Clueless mm. is my era's Valley Girl. Did you ever have, Dave, as a young man, did you ever emulate anything? Because for me, like when I was in middle school, it was I talked like Beavis and Butthead. You, you with me? Oh, you're talking without moving your donkey. You didn't move your you didn't move the your <laughs> your front shrink. your top lip. You know, and everything was like you were talking through it, and so everything was just I need mumbled. to be for my mom. <laughs> Why were you saying that? Why uh, were you acting a, like that? Because that is a classic. <laughs> it is. It is. Fair. And you know what? Now that I now that we realize now that I'm a little bit older, I just I'm a, uh, appreciated uh, a, a modern take. You know, the uh, Mike Judge's view of. Society, you know, I mean, obviously, Office Space, King of the Hill, yeah. Idiocracy. Oh, it was sure. anthropology. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, <laughs> a little bit. It was a study. Uh-huh. Sure, it was. <laughs> the TP for your bunghole. The sociology yes. behind yeah. it. And last but not least, Travis Kelsey may have been a touch overserved at the Super Bowl parade, and he got the microphone in his hand and decided to treat us all to some Garth Brooks. I want everybody a part of this thing. If you know this song, sing along. Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots and ruined the Niners affair. The last one to know. We were the last one to show. We were the last ones they thought they'd see there. And I saw the surprise. That fear in their eyes And we took that glass of champagne Pat, Pat took that glass of champagne, I promise you When I took And I toasted you Honey, we threw what I never What? I got Tried to save him there at the end. Pat, you know what? Take the microphone. This is why the universe is so good because uh, it doesn't matter. Like we only get a certain amount of good in anything. Yeah. And Travis Kelsey and and Patrick Mahomes both got their good in football. Yeah. Definitely not in uh, singing. Right. Like if Travis Kelsey got up there and could like actually croon, you'd be like, he has too much. Yeah, it's too much. You're tall. You're you're athletic. You're dating a billionaire. Yeah. The fact that Taylor Swift is putting up with that means that he's really good in bed, right, Audrey? Uh, (laughs) Smash. This is the Dave. (laughs) Mahoney show. This is going to shock you because it shocked me. 
Uh, of course, we all heard about the tragic shooting at the Super Bowl parade in Kansas City where one local radio host there lost her life. I mean, just absolute tragedy. tragedy. So senseless. So stupid. Gun violence is out of control in this country. And you know, you think about it all the time, or at least I do. I don't know if you guys have the same thing. Like, anytime you're in a setting like that, um, and that includes going to an event at my kid's school or uh, anything where there's Large lots of people gathered. venue, concert. It's constantly yeah. on your mind because it's constantly happening. Well, there's the, no place I'm, that's safe at this point, you know? You think about where these places where this hasn't happened. Parades, grocery stores, churches. Movie everywhere, theaters. Everywhere. Yep. Schools, constantly. Everywhere. Yeah. It's just, it's so disheartening um, that it continues to happen. But um, no, no surprise. The you know the family of the the radio host that lost her life. They set up a GoFundMe and it was very successful. Even Taylor Swift donated. Travis like donated 000. as well. Yeah. yeah, and I mean like that's that's important and and obviously the right thing to do. But it still doesn't. It's a right mother. Wrong. Yeah. yeah, who yeah. lost her life? Who wasn't involved with it in any way, shape, or form? Just in the wrong. Just place there, the wrong trying time. to celebrate her team winning. Just trying to have a happy moment in right. life. You know, your team wins the Super Bowl. You want to go down there and have a great time. Uh, just tragic. But one of the shooters, the suspected shooters, his family set up a GoFundMe. Okay. You're like, are you, you've got so the go to fun, GoFundMe me. will pull it down because you can't set up a GoFundMe for somebody who, uh, when it's involved in a crime. Well, so this, this kid got his ass kicked as well and has hospital bills and the family's like, oh, it's a rough road ahead. You know, we need money for the hospital bills. Like maybe you should have raised a better kid yeah. that wasn't going to go shoot up a parade. Yeah, a woman lost her life. There are kids who are going to be without their mother because your piece of car- garbage child yep. decided to get into an altercation and involve guns. Uh, the uh, the GoFundMe page raised $85. That's uh, $85 too much. It, it really is. Like if you're the sort of a-hole who's going to go on there and donate to this piece of crap. Like I have no There's probably somebody interest. in their own family or something. S- still, man. Like, be better. Be better than that. That's just so gross. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. I got a message for you. Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney show anytime by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. Did you get that? Please leave a message. Hey, Dave Mahoney and Audrey. I'm one of your biggest fans. My name is Jameson. I'm nine years old, and I listen to you every day going to school. Why did they call it taking a dump when you leave it? Message deleted. <laughs> Speak for yourself. You don't know how. You don't know how our. How we operate over here? You don't know. Did anybody else get Jameson. a little like sweaty thinking about like a nine year old listening to our content? Like, uh, like I don't think that fine. we're like not family friendly. This but is I mean, over like, the public airwaves. Nine, man. The, nine. We don't even say bad words. You know, yeah. we don't. Cuss. I mean, with with what's out there. I mean, maybe back in the day, like we would have been considered edgy. You know, we've never been the shock jock. We're middle aged people living in the suburbs, right? It's <laughs> like, fine. It's fine. fine. I mean, with all the filth that's out there that's yeah. available, like, we are just not that. So we well, look. Well, but do you not, like, censor your, because you have a daughter who's eight. Yeah. And, you know, I have a stepdaughter who's 11. So and I started censoring a lot on, like, even just my social media. Because- so, you know, you know what's funny is, is it happened for the first time the other day uh, where my wife and I were just sitting on the couch talking. And my wife goes, 
hey, you know what I really want to get? I want to get one of those panini makers. And I said, well, maybe if you touch my panini a little bit more. <laughs> and my daughter goes, oh, what did you say? And I went, oh, she you understands? got that? <laughs> oh, no. See, that's what I mean. Like the innuendo, sometimes it's just, it's just uh, also, your, it. pa- your panini maker? Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 whatever. Maybe your George Foreskin <laughs> grill. <laughs> Hey, were you guys made fun of as a kid? Well, I guess you were, but what'd they call you? Like Mahoney Baloney or what? Message deleted. I was called Big Bird in elementary school for a couple of years. <laughs> Audrey the Ostrich. And then I, I embraced Audrey it. The ostrich. Like, you know, were you signed like at the end of the year? I was signed yeah. Big Bird. You I, did? I, I, were you a big fan of Larry Bird? I did like Larry Bird. I had a Celtics act. Like every white kid in the Midwest, they yeah. were like, oh, we love, before Jordan was around, yeah. we were like, oh, Larry Bird's the uh. best. Uh, no, I mean, like, it's one of those things, which I also think if it goes, it, it still kind of holds true today. Uh, my, my Instagram's Mahoney sucks. Yeah. You know, it's like you set the bar low. You embrace it. Nobody hates me more than me. They're, got, they're, that person does not exist on this planet. I got called Farah the four-legged fart one time, and I was like, Damn, that's good. Because I love alliteration. <laughs> good. I mean, oh. Farrah the four-legged fart. Didn't even yeah. make sense. Doesn't have to. Doesn't, didn't make sense. <laughs> got alliteration. He got two legs. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. First of all, you don't weigh yourself every day on your diet journey. Don't you know? You got to be idiot to slip off a scale even with socks on. Yeah, uh, weigh yourself like every three days, every four days. Because you expect too much when you weigh yourself every day. Message deleted. Tell me more how I should do it when I'm being consulted by professionals right now. But right? I, mean, like you're, the, you're, I was just going to say, like, doctors are the ones who are, like, to telling you to Every day, sure because it's not just about weighing yourself every day. It's about accountability. Accountability. And that's my that. biggest... That's the biggest thing. But I'm, 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 I understand where this guy's coming from, because... You've I become mean, obsessed. I'll do that where I will be on a diet. And be mad that I haven't, I mean, I've been on a diet since like lunch yesterday and I'll be mad that I haven't lost 12 pounds. Discouraging for sure. It's like, what do you mean? I had see, lettuce. The thing about weighing Once. yourself every day, you can see consistency in like when you look back over a period of time, yeah. which luckily a lot of the apps now, I bought a brand new scale, one of those, well, I think they're called Withing, withing scale. Oh, I got one of those too. Yeah, yeah like yeah. it's a good scale. And the app pain is- in the ass to set up though. Like, why is it so complicated? So now really? do you understand yeah, how Mahoney fell off of it? Mine directly with my phone. Really? Yeah, it took I two seconds. Still haven't figured mine out totally. So, but have you <laughs> have a general understanding now, since you have the same exact scale as Mahoney, how he fell off of his? No, that's still stunning to me. Well, you don't get on it in socks. That was the problem. <laughs> He's still a little top. So, and I moved, you know, again, I moved <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> and I don't know where to put the scale. That's the thing, because it's like there's not really a good place in the bathroom in this new house. Oh, but next yeah. to the fridge. I put it. <laughs> I put it near the door. Near the door, like like the garage door, because there's like a space there for some reason. So you, you're just you gonna like such naked? a weird dude. What do you mean? You're just gonna <sighs> flip flop over there naked after you get out of the shower and chicken flapping like <laughs> feet. <laughs> Flapping no around spot. like chicken cutlets. There's literally no spot in the in the in the bathroom that makes sense because it's such a down two pounds today. And I'll get my steps and walk into it. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. The worst cover songs of the internet have landed here for your enjoyment. Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Rhonda is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. How you doing, Rhonda? 
Thank you for joining us. Uh, today, we have a bit of a theme. This is the first time that we've done this. This is the Millionaires Club, meaning that all of these videos have, at minimum, at least a million views. Okay. So all of them are very popular. You got 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. Let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. The first one, 1.5 million views. Are you ready, Rhonda? I'm ready. Here we go. <laughs> to stop it there but i don't want to like i was really enjoying I know, that man. I, I like the i like the woman's voice better than the guys I, i'm with you on that but yeah. still pretty polka. good man it's giving yeah. me polka polka yeah. vibes yeah yeah there was definitely a, some sort of like at least a synthesized accordion In of there sorts somewhere. there yeah. <laughs> those are like the band nerds that went on to do something cool with it uh 1.5 million views do you know it Rhonda? i think so I think it's ACDC Highway to Hell. That sure is. Good job. Full point. Lifeline still intact. The next one here, we're going to scale it up. 4.5 million views on this one. Good luck. And we'll stop it right there. Eh, all right. Yeah, I didn't yeah. hate it. I didn't hate it. Okay. I didn't hate it either. All right. Rhonda, probably a better version. The devil went down to Georgia. Charlie Daniels. Doing great. Two for two. And that means that right now I am revoking your lifelines. You don't have any lifelines now because you're doing too good. You can win it right oh, here. No. I know. I know. You're doing great, though. And again, these are all super popular. Three million views on this one. You get this one right, and you're going to win it. Let's see if you can do it right here. Right as there. somebody who's currently experiencing throat issues. Yeah. No kidding. I mean, I know it's it's really a talent to scream like that, but I just can't imagine doing that for a job and like, how do you talk after? All right, Rhonda, can you do it? Three for three, Queen. no lifelines. Yep. We will rock you. You did it. Oh, 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 <laughs> Good job. <laughs> it's the Dave and Mahoney Show. Because there's really no point in pretending to be... Hold on, what? Because there's really no point in pretending to be good at... To be good at this? Oh, I see. Okay, let me pick it up from here. It's an all-new blooper reel on the Dave and Mahoney Show. Mahoney, you turned in a full week of work. How do you mm -hmm. feel, man? You know, still under the weather a little bit, Dave. Yeah. So not performing at my, uh, you know, my peak performance. Do you feel like you could potentially still star in the blooper reel? Damn it. I didn't know we started it already, Dave. <laughs> Interesting. Damn it. 
Doing good, Dave. Listen, I don't know about me some anthropology. Kathy Kendall's, I did not know I'm stuttering because I am so excited to get oh over God, there God. to the outlet now. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? Some anthropology. Kathy Kendall's, I didn't. The spicy channel, the splicey, the, 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 the yeah. channel. Dave, I am not lazy. What you, the, you, you mere mortals <laughs> cannot <laughs> comprehend is that I have transcended the, the you, you mere mortals. Like at 19, no, no chicks were inter- interested in me. Yeah. <laughs> he may have just mid-read, misread his job title. Just mid-read, misread his job title as pooper intended. Good, Dave. That was really good. <laughs> glad you got that one out. <laughs> Mahoney, I'm glad you're back, man. <laughs> I always feel like I'm drowning, so I'm trying to, like, swallow, and I accidentally yeah. gleep. I always feel like I'm drowning. Is that's that not the word? That's too much money, because you could just get a breast augmentation for, like, uh, like, that's all, like, you could go to t- Missouri. <laughs> a level above those. Like, there's something that is, like... Getting fast food fried chicken. (laughs) A a, a level that is like. And if it's in, uh, it's love that chicken from Popeyes. That is their literal slogan, and they're gonna get angry too. Okay, you can win those DMV dues for (laughs) DMV dues. Why are you laughing at me? I came a little hot, didn't I? (laughs) Last week I was at the gym and I was on the treadmill. I was just like, oh God, there's when you have to, and you're you're running to take a poop. Back. Yep. Whole thing's gone, but he's he's safe. But the thing that, why would it suck to steal an Amazon truck? He's saying, he's saying, why would it suck with the the, the wobbly ass screen? Mm -hmm. Kitchen and living room. With a bedroom, with a bedroom that is carpeted. Bedroom, with a bedroom. Chicks dig star, scars on toes, dude. Yeah. Chicks dig star, <laughs> scars <laughs> next to black sheets. You know what I'm talking about? You ever held ladybug? They'll just uh, eviscerate their bowels on you. Eviscerate their bowels on you every day. Wish if it happened once. Wish if it happened. A drug, like a, a drug dealer. They can choose what they deem appropriate appropriate for their work environment. And if you are selling your wiener, that does not go into like that does not coincide with their code of conduct. Well, the, that, the, here's the thing that needs to be said. Do we know what Care, Boy, Care Bear he dressed up as? As I'm establishing new primary care. So Let $220. $220. Oh $220. I can't even having this. They stepped in it. So you're paying $1,700 and you're going to have Online claims portal where individuals, individuals can search. I'm going to feel like hung, I'm hungover. So you weren't even, you weren't even, you didn't even have an adrenaline rush. Like I yeah. actually cannot be your friend anymore. This is the end of our, uh, of our friendship. Same thing throughout high high school. It was awful. (laughs) 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 That's right now. I'm getting hotter. I'm so hot. (laughs) You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. They may not have money to feed their family, but they have enough for a pack of Paul Malls and a Powerball ticket. It's the Redneck Report on Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, we'll start today's Redneck Report with a police officer, and not a police officer chasing a criminal, but a police officer themselves. Yes, a police officer from Columbus, Mississippi, named Robin Connor, was arrested for shoplifting on duty at a Dick's Sporting Good. Hell yeah. Uniform on. She was wearing the uniform. What was she stealing? $140 shoes. Shoes. Mm. Not an easy thing to steal. 
Connor, who has been with the Columbus Police Force for, I guess, a couple of years, was wearing her police uniform and driving her police cruiser during the incident. She has been charged with misdemeanor shoplifting. So after her arrest, she was booked into the county jail and given a $862 bond. She was placed on administrative leave while the investigation is going on. But, like, you got to be real ballsy to be head to toe in your police uniform and be like, this is a good time Or they to think that they'll never, they'll never suspect me. Yeah. yeah, I think that that was probably it. They were probably thinking, if I'm in my uniform, people are going to like repel from me, you know? It's just wild to think, man. Like, you get a call that there's a shoplifter. You've got to go over there, and you have to arrest your coworker. Like, that just sucks. That's how you know they don't like her. If for sure. And, and also, all- like, you're the one person in 2024 who's going to shoplift and get caught for it. Yeah. Everyone else is just walking into stores and taking stuff, and you you're going to get caught in uniform. Guys, I forgot to tell you, yesterday I saw a loss prevention person like blocking the door of a grocery store of Finally. a couple. Have we hit our limit? We've hit our limit, right? Like, I like they were, he was like, hey, this is loss prevention. You need to take that bottle out. And I was like, they're trying to steal booze from this place right now. Was it really? teenagers? No, they were grown ups. Wow. Like, grown up. Well, I mean, like, well, I'd say mid twenties, okay. mid to late. But Were they still, cops? <laughs> what kind? Of, what kind of booze? Do you, did you see what kind of booze I, it was? I literally stopped to stare, and yeah. then I was like, if I were, and then I got like emotional thinking if I was her, that like because it was a girl and her boyfriend, and I was like, if I was stealing from my man because it wasn't her, it wasn't her idea in my head. I was like, if I was caught stealing from my man, I would not want an audience. Yeah. <laughs> so I turned around and I didn't see what bottle. Oh, but I mean, you I got know, secondhand embarrassment. I did. Uh, I did. I turned around. Well, guys, I have another story that has to do with shoplifting in the Redneck Report today. And this guy, very clever. Uh, his name is Robert Douglas Webb Jr. He is from Florida, was arrested uh, because he was shoplifting. And I guess it was a metaphysical supply store in Macon, Georgia on February 6th. And some, same thing. He got confronted uh, while he was shoplifting. And they are like, hey, what do you doing, bud? And he had a very clever way to distract him, and that was to whip out his dingling. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say drop a smoke bomb or something no, and no, just no, but disappear it was just like a ninja. Yep, no, he just pulled out a, pulled out his dingling. Did they just immediately laugh? Because I feel like that's the response that's you the should response do. That's the response you should always do. Yeah. Unfortunately for him, when, when he did pull down his pants to whip out his dingling, his shoplifted items, a couple of candles fell out. Candles. So he didn't think about it. Candles are at all time high. <laughs> they should they should definitely roll back those prices. It's a small candlestick he had. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Oh my God! With these people, shut up. Dave and Mahoney. So thankfully, we were spared from the nationwide. They say nationwide, but it was a, a lot of major cities. The AT&T outage, uh, one of our friends that listens in Houston said that they were affected, Miami, Atlanta, I mean, major metro areas. I think some in St. Louis as well. A lot in Florida um, got hit, and there's people that were complaining, obviously, about the outage, as you would, right? It's It's annoying if your whole network goes down, and what caused it, we don't know yet. They're saying it could be a hack. Could it be a sun flare? Or there, was the sol- glitch. there was the solar flares that were happening sure. yesterday as well. But there was one guy that Audrey found on TikTok, and he's just a dude who works at AT&T. I don't even think he's like a tech guy. Like an AT&T store. Like he's a sales guy. Like he's a sales a, guy yeah, that just will sell like- you an iPhone if you walk into an AT&T store. And there was these customers that were walking up demanding that he fix the network. And he's like, what could you possibly want me to do? Here's the audio. Everybody keep complaining and shit. Unacceptable. I can't even get a text message or a phone call out. But yeah. sir, what do you want me to do? Like, what the hell, man? Hey, I know it's not your fault, but the problem matter is... No, it is his fault. How is it my fault? He needs to fix it. 
I can't get a phone call or a text out. I'm yeah. here in Maitland, Florida. Sir, we're we're having an outage. Do you know what an outage means? I can understand what an outage is. So what the do you want me to do though? Uh, no. You can't do anything. We gotta talk to corporate. We gotta talk. Yeah, where's corporate? Because hey, loud and call corporate. Oh, Obama, Trump, Biden, whoever y'all want to, bro. Go go to Verizon. Go to some. Because uh, this is unacceptable. I don't I want Verizon. I want AT and T. Yeah, so we look, AT and T. How about this? How about you wait till that motherfucker out is over, and then and then go back today, bro? Because I don't know what the to tell y'all. Y'all stressing me out. I already don't get paid enough. So what the y'all want? Okay. It is what it is. You know what? I'm just gonna go ahead and get some chicken teriyaki over the channel. Yeah. <laughs> Is gonna go get himself some chicken teriyaki. It's pretty fine. Like, why is this poor kid just getting bombarded with all of these details of these people's <laughs> lives? Like, they're mad at him because the entire network is down, and then cool, now I know what you're having for lunch. And also, for some reason, that makes me angry. When has corporate ever done anything when you right? call? Yeah, like, they don't know what happened either. Like they know that the reason why things are bad is because that's their corporate policy. Yeah. It's because they're cheap. That's oh why that any corporation new in, in, in the world, they, they don't care about your complaints, Karen. Yeah, I like you're not even going to get somebody in the States. I like that this dude is just like, man, I already don't get paid enough for this nonsense. I'm just going to, I'm going to get some content. We out should of hire that TikTok. guy. Yeah. Like, he's funny. He just does funny. not give a damn. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. Did you guys know that there is a forbidden island off the coast of South Carolina that is filled with monkeys? Off South Carolina? Yeah. Really? I had no idea. So first off, love, love, love Charleston, South Carolina. Absolutely one of the most beautiful cities in the entire country, in my opinion. I've always loved Charleston. I had no idea that 80 miles south of Charleston is... A forbidden island that you're not allowed to go to that has over 4,000 wild monkeys living Never on it. Never knew that either. Why are there 4,000 wild ass monkeys living on this island off of the coast of South Carolina? So the island covers about 4,500 <laughs> acres. <laughs> no, I was going to say off the coast of Charleston, but I mean, it's 80 miles it's south. 80 miles south. So yeah. Uh, features creeks and marshland and high ground and uh, mature trees and palms. So I guess it's pretty good for the monkeys. They were introduced in 1979, <laughs> so they've been around for about 45 years. There's 1,400 monkeys that were br brought there due to a herpes outbreak at a primate research center in Hold Puerto on. Rico. How do monkeys help herpes? They be they be banging. They be banging a lot. They don't they, they don't use protection. They don't. Oh, yeah. they were brought to the island because they had an outbreak amongst themselves. There was an outbreak amongst the monkeys, and I think that these monkeys were not infected with the herp yet, and so they wanted to remove conserve. them and conserve them. And so they brought uh, fourteen hundred monkeys. But to Mahoney's point, they be banging, and so now it's up to like four thousand monkeys. See, I thought that you were saying that like how they do in Chicago, whenever there's a rat infestation, they bring the cats. <laughs> I thought you were saying that the monkeys got the herpes and then they put the herpes-infested things over in this area because, like, monkeys help herpes. I was so confused. <laughs> the, mon the monkeys will eat the herpes right Release off. Release yeah. the monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> the herpes monkeys. And they just sit there, you know, like, monkeys, like, pick at each other. They're just like... <laughs> this was the, uh, that was the premise of the Brad Pitt, Bruce Willis movie, 12 Monkeys, if you don't remember. Exactly right. Yeah. Terry exactly right. Gilliam from Monty Python yeah. uh, directed that movie. But, so yeah, this so is gross, and do they not have herpes now? Like, no, I mean, I, like I, I, well, I, I can't say for certain because it is a forbidden <laughs> island, and I'm not allowed to go there. Uh, but from my understanding, this is not a, a island full of herpes-ridden monkeys. Thankfully, um, I mean, if so, then just burn the island down. Yeah, like, like you can't, you cannot save four thousand herpes-ridden. Can monkeys. you imagine if it was a herpes monkey island and you didn't know that and you missed the signs? Where Fire Fest Two is going to be? 
<laughs> they make it one of your stops on one of your cruises. Like they didn't see the forbidden sign and they just roll you up. You just to- hear it before you even like you're just like going by on a boat and you just hear. Ah, ah, ah. That's just actually them banging. So <laughs> just their general communication noises from the trees. Listen for reviews of your new favorite new brews. Favorite brews. It's beer for breakfast. It's beer for breakfast every Friday on Dave and Mahoney. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you're recovering. Oh, oh, man. I think I'm out. I don't think I'm going to be able to work next week. <laughs> All next week. Here we go. For to pull in a sprain or like yeah, getting oh, an injury. <laughs> We're about to get into the Sports really injury. hard part of our job where we drink beer uh-huh. on the air, and Mahoney's already trying to find out ways to get out of work next week. Come on, man. Well, we've made it to another Friday, friends, and we are drinking again together, and I look forward to this day Ooh. every single week because I get to share one of my passions, that is craft beer, with everybody here on the show and everybody who is listening to the radio show. And the beer that we have today, I will admit, uh, this was a last-minute purchase because I moved. Yeah. As I was checking out, the uh, cashier asked me, hard day, huh? (laughs) I mean, you walked up with four tall boys, and, you know, you had been moving all day and also physically moving. Uh Uh-huh. You injured yourself. You were running around in the street picking up papers. I mean, it's... But don't, don't, don't. Don't. Just don't. Don't. Don't, don't, man. No, don't. (laughs) Just don't. Uh, I will say the beer that we are featuring today, I'm excited about. Today's beer from the New Belgium Brewing Company. It's the Voodoo Ranger Fruit Force Fruit Punch IPA. And this bad boy has 9.5% ABV. Wow. So this is almost a double-digit beer that we are dealing with. And I will say uh, the four tall boys combined only... $14. $14. Impressive. Wow. Really? Only $14 for, the, for like four for tall boys? For almost a 10% ABV and as well? Two of these will wreck you. One, you will feel good. Two, you are going to be feeling so no pain. You're talking three fifty dollars for a tall boy at almost 10%. And, I mean, it's Ranger it, tends to do it right when it a, comes to how their beers look as well. This is a cool-looking beer, man. The five categories in which we rate every single beer here on Beer for Breakfast are look, smell, taste, feel, and drinkability. And you're right, Dave. The look, I love the artwork that they have done with the Voodoo Ranger series. Uh, originally, it just started off as a single IPA that New Belgium put out. Like, in with the success of that, they've expanded that. There's limited releases. I think that we've seen maybe 12 or 15 that have been produced over the years now from New Belgium. And New Belgium, primarily known, like, they were their their amber ales, kind of what got them famous. Brewery out of Colorado, always known for really good quality craft beer, but their uh, flat uh, flat tire uh, was their their big one. But Voodoo Ranger has just, you know, found its way literally into almost every gas station you can find now, which I love. The fact that I can walk into any gas station almost anywhere and find a good craft beer. So let's take a uh, crack and open up these beers. Take a big old drink of the Voodoo Ranger Fruit Force Fruit Punch IPA. I love that the the can also looks Mission Impossible-esque. It does. So, I mean, it's a skeleton wearing a bomber jacket with a helmet on that's kind of a cross between a, like an Evil Knievel style helmet and then or uh, no, what's that Tom Cruise movie that I'm thinking of? Maverick. Not Maverick. Yeah, Top, Top Gun. Gun. Top, Top Gun. Top Gun. That was Top Gun 2. Yeah. 
I know. Sorry, I'm not, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't subject to the Tom Cruise. <laughs> it looks cool though. Dumb. Like the can is just. All of their artwork is done really, really well, yeah. and I like the series, and I like that they they continue to try new things and they continue to expand upon it. Uh, again, the look is really good. The smell. I mean, when you take a sniff of the Voodoo Ranger Fruit Force Fruit Punch IPA, it smells like fruit punch. It smells it like fruit does punch. Does yeah. smell like, and it's not bright yellow like you would expect from like a Hawaiian punch or bright red from a Hawaiian punch. No, it just looks like an IPA. Yeah. Um, boy, I took a drink of this, and this is a good, good, easy drinking beer at I can't nine and a half percent. percent. That's crazy. I'm already halfway through, dude. It's very good. You're not an IPA fan, no. and you are pounding that Like, thing. I'm halfway through this. It tastes so good. <sighs> but you know what? I'm not an IPA fan, but I am a fruit-based IPA fan. Like, sure. I like more of that juice-ridden, like, things that are going to kind of take that that pine out enough to where it's not like a, uh, you know, uh, the, 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 uh, I don't know, a tree punch to the throat. Like these, like I like that it's, it tastes red. It's a hate, Does that make sense? Like yeah. it tastes like it's it got the red. color red in it. It tastes like fruit punch in, in, <laughs> yeah. in a way. If you like fruit punch, you will like this beer. If you like hazy IPAs, you will like this beer. If you're looking for like West Coast style, super hoppy, very sharp IPA, this is not it. It's Let's not see, it. I like that style of the West Coast, the super hobby, all of that. Same. And I still really it like this like beer. It tastes like popsicle. It does. It's so it's unbelievably easy to drink at nine and a half percent. I'm sorry, I just took a big old gulp. <laughs> Gave me a little bit of the chill. <laughs> Uh, Chris, what do you think? You're traditionally uh, not a huge, huge IPA guy. What do you think of the Voodoo Force? Well, first force. of all, I, I did want to comment on the look of the can. Do you guys remember the Megadeth albums? Yeah. yeah, yeah sure. Does this yeah. not look like a new age version of that Megadeth guy? Yeah. Voodoo. Yeah. Um, so right off the bat, when you when you combine IPA and fruit punch, I'm like, ugh, because I think it was going to taste like Hawaiian punch. It's no. going to taste red. No, the, the the fruit flavor is subtle. It's perfect. And just like you said, Dave, for a 9.5% beer, I was blown away at the first sip. I can't taste any yeah. alcohol in it. No, it is the most... It's there, but it's mild. I, no, okay. it's not super hoppy. Uh, it's not super fruity. It's not super sour. It's it's like perfect. You know, I don't it know is, though because I'm halfway through. I, I've been, I took one sip earlier and I started burping. It is incredibly carbonated. carbonated. I am actually halfway through this beer, and you're saying it doesn't taste like alcohol. It's a tall boy. Uh, you keep drinking it. Like, I mean, it's pretty pungent. Okay. It's so, colder now, Dave. I mean, we are serving this very cold. Yeah. Right now. So I think maybe that, that, may, that may have something to do with it a little bit. And may, may, maybe I'm wrong. But a hazy, <laughs> but I mean, I'm saying we're no. almost keep a double digit. We're right. It's not alcohol forward. Like, no. that's not, oh, no, that's not, not the first thing that you're getting. Like, when we talk about 10% beers, sometimes they're, they, they're like, you know, some of these bourbon barrel aged stouts. It's they punch you all in the taste bourbon. Buds. This, I would say, is. It's no more alcoholic than a White Claw would feel to me, you know? Right. Something Cause, like or cause a White Claws sel- actually taste a, a lot like liquor. This feels this is like a this is kind of like a seltzer that's not a seltzer. This is a poolside summertime beer yep. or a spring training Dude, beer. Dude, I don't know. This is so burpy. I don't know if this is bathing suit beer. You think it's too carbonated for that? I mean, I have been burping this entire time, and there—I mean, I don't know. Maybe if you're a fun girl who likes her gut out, because <laughs> you know what I mean. I've like, always <laughs> considered myself to be a fun girl that loves her gut out. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a, if you're amongst friends, you don't you don't care to be second. I, yeah. I would say this is a great golf beer. Great golf like, beer. Boat beer. The mouthfeel on this light to medium bodied. I think that's uh, bright. It's crisp. It's. I mean, this is an intra, a very uh, effervescent mouthfeel. I think the drinkability of this 
My only thing that why I wouldn't be able to drink more than like one or two is just because it does have such a high uh, alcohol content mm-hmm. and it does go down so easy. So I would have to be very careful to make sure that I don't black out drinking this beer. But the price point. It's like a Four loco. It is like it is. a Four loco. That is so funny it's because a classy I, four loco. I was wondering why. First of all, they were going down so great. And Four loco. the only thing that I would say back in the day, back whenever they had the caffeine in them like they used to, um, it was just like that syrupy taste, like but, that the, the good, yeah. like. Uh, but it was like a good syrup. Like but the aftertaste oil. on this doesn't linger. I mean, the no, burps afterwards are fruity. It's a fruity, but it's not a chemical fruit like you get from mm. seltzers or from Four Loco. I'll say this much, Mahoney. This is my favorite beer easily of 2024 so far. Facts. Well, yeah. I like it too. Uh, Maybe and, because I'm drunk, but facts. And, and the price point again, <laughs> you know, they... four tall boys for fourteen dollars <laughs> after tax. Oh, that God. hits. Real well. Can I get a drum roll, yes, please, sir. Dave? On Mahoney's Beer Scale Supremacy, I give the Voodoo Ranger Fruit Force Fruit Punch IPA a 4.1 out of 5. That's a wrap. Well, it's about time. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. At Dave and Mahoney. They're everywhere. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Listen anytime and on demand at Dave and Mahoney. Dot, 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 dot,